I'm Kaylee. I'm Alan. And this is Split Take, where friendly radio people talk about not radio-friendly things. Episode number one. Episode one. So today we've got some Reddit stuff. There's a lot of stuff on Reddit. Not to hurt your feelings, but yeah. more of a, I, I don't know. I just can picture you at the breakfast table with a paper, yeah. physical newspaper. That never happened. Even when I was a kid. No? Never. I might read the funnies. Me at the breakfast table before there was internet mm-hmm. was the box of cereal. I'm oh. reading the, because they used to put like, kid stuff on the back of the boxes i think they still do they do so that and then when i got a little older i was reading the nutrition things and i don't know you know it's super weird what me too it is what it is yeah so i wonder if that's like a personality study i don't know a millennial and a barely boomer i'm a gen xer by heart that's why i do reddit and things like that so okay it's partly the job that i think made me that way i think i think i'm a member of the greatest generation by heart <laughs> <laughs> me too i know we weren't going to talk about her much but the queen okay Th- this kind of leads to that she was part of that generation she sure was and i know that you don't quite get the need for all the pomp and circumstance on a global level yeah i mean, I mean her in her own country great britain needs to mourn obviously sure i just don't know why i as an american who people sacrificed tea for should care too much. I mean, obviously this is okay. Let me just, I don't want to make myself sound cold. Obviously this is a human being and she's got fans and she's got family and they're going to miss her. I just don't see it as being relevant to me at all. I get that. And I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah. You're, you're burnt out on the queen already. I'm burned out on the queen. I'm burned out on the whole royal family, except Meghan Markle. Wait till King Chuck gets rolling. King Chuck. Yeah, old was, Chucky boy. See, I can say that about him. He's not my king. No. My great, 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 many great grandfathers actually died in a revolutionary war, prisoner of war under uh, uh, Cornwallis. Okay. He died in a British prisoner of war camp. He was fighting alongside General Washington and got captured by the British by the redcoats yeah so you should real. be extra salty so no i'm just I'm, but then yeah, again no we're not no the, this is now we've no. been allies we've been look we've been allies with great britain for a long 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 time yes long time. that is true and 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 i will tell you queen elizabeth was uh was she demanded respect mm-hmm. she was one of these people that was kind and respectful to other people just as a human being she was just cool so i'm sad for her family I didn't have any emotions invested in it whatsoever, but I get it. And if I had a flag flying, I would fly it at half staff for that reason. You mean you're not going to stand 14 hours in line? No, I would not stand 14 hours in line to see her. Yeah, me either. Now, I was around when Princess Di died. That's different. Princess Diana, woulda, shoulda, coulda. If her and Charles had stayed together, if things, well, Charles, if you'd, just saying. Mm, Diana was the people's princess, and if you want to get me rolling, we start no. talking about how she deserved better. No, I just I agree with you. That's why I call him King Chuck. King Chuck, and that's just, why yeah, that's why so, I'm Team Megan. But I just I get it. Get in the t-shirt, Team yeah. Megan. Leave Megan alone. I just think I think Queen Elizabeth was a stud. She was she was in World War Two. She was a soldier. I mean, she she did. I can't remember what she did exactly. She was a mechanic. Mechanic. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's a mechanic. Yep. Getting her hands dirty. Ends up becoming the Queen of England. Are you reading the AITA things? Not, yeah, but I thought we could lead this off with a jerk in the news, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe not a jerk in the news. I think we okay. might actually disagree on this. All right, what do you got? You so got? the Emmys were mm-hmm. a little while ago. Yeah, and um, if you exist in the on the internet in the real world in in I don't know social circles right you've probably heard about the jimmy kimmel thing right so how familiar are you with that the thing where he was playing like he was dead or unconscious and the next lady gets up to accept the award yeah i know about that right so i'm kind of on that was awful 
she, I mean, she was up there for. What's I her mean, name? What was her name? Oh, I don't want to say it wrong. Kenita Brunson. Let okay. me double check that pronunciation. Yeah. So, so she's up. It's it's the Emmys. It's a big deal. It's truly a big deal. It's an honorable night where actors and actresses have done what they do, and now they're getting their just rewards. And 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 I I get it. She's walking up there. I guess Jimmy was continuing an act that happened before okay so was he still in like this whole method acting mode it or was, was a drunk it was, was a joke so right. he lost his emmy to john oliver because we, we talked about british people right uh john oliver is hilarious okay i'm i'm a john oliver fan so mm-hmm. he won the emmy for best variety talk show he's got that 17 times by the way right because he's a, he's he's stellar okay yep so Jimmy Kimmel decided to do a gag. He pretends to die. Mm-hmm. Will Arnett drags him onto the stage, and he's and and Jimmy just did not get up when it's keen to Brunson. She gets up to accept her mm-hmm. Emmy for Abbott Elementary, which I mean it's a big deal, right? It's a big deal. And he just stayed there. He just stayed there, and he played dead. And she's like trying to give him an out, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, wake up, Jimmy! I got my award!" And he just kind of gives her a thumbs up. He should have got up. It's not about you, Jimmy. It's not about you. I'm. I like. I like Jimmy was, Kimmel. I'm not was happy. This, was this telecast on ABC? Did, I, did ABC carry it? I don't watch TV. I get everything from the internet. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just wondering because if it was on his network, I yeah. But I don't know. I just. So what are you asking me? Are you saying? I'm asking. Are you wondering if, if that was the right thing for well, him to do or what I would have done? I'm asking. Is this a an AITA situation is he is he the jerk is he a jerk for that my I'm leaning towards yes jerk might be a strong word but definitely yeah maybe yeah but but I don't know it's very self-centered all of of, uh, yeah all of Hollywood is fake to Mm. a point and it's like was it all an act was he just perpetuating the Jimmy Kimmel thing to make people look, look, here I am? My question is, how did she really feel about it? So it seems like uh, Keenta Brunson doesn't really care that mm-hmm. much. I mean, let's be real. You just want an Emmy. Mm-hmm. You want an Emmy whether or not Jimmy Kimmel is right. being an idiot on the stage. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That now, it doesn't take away from the fact that she's a phenomenal actress right. and she did a great job. I will I will tell you this from from. From some experience in award ceremonies, because we've been to a few, um, it is very, very disconcerting when you're up there to accept an award, whether it's an Academy Award or whether you won first place in the second grade spelling bee. Mm -hmm. You're up there in front of your peers and you're scared. You're nervous. Right. And I know she was nervous. It was live. There's people around. She's got people that she respected that are watching her. Mm Mm-hmm mentors that are listening to her and she's got this guy pretending to be dead over here on the side that's when i'm, I'm you you think i'm going to disagree with you but i'm on your side yeah. i think kimmel's being a turd honestly at some point he needs to recognize that he's been on tv for years he, i don't know how how old is she i don't she a know younger actress she's not like an old actress right she's she's younger jimmy kimmel's old i think she's pretty new on the scene honestly okay but i uh, unless they are like best friends she's in 30, real life. Yeah, she's 32. Okay. He's older than that. By yeah, far. he is. He should have stood up, gave her a hug, thanks for playing, congratulations, and right. left the stage. That would have been the cool thing to do. I, I just think I just think continuing on is just kind of rude. So, because you're in acceptance speech mode, you're nervous and you're trying to thank people and remember everybody you want to thank. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like somebody would cat call, cat call out of the audience going, hey, you just wouldn't do that. No. And, so no, I, you know. And now every picture she has of this moment where she's yeah. accepting this Emmy has this old dude laying on the ground pretending to be dead right next to her. She had to step over I'll, him. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who, who suffers from, this is the problem. Kimmel's going to, this is going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Because look at the women behind her in the picture. Look at the expression on every one of them's face. Yeah, they don't look at me. It was... They are not impressed at all with him playing that. Yeah. It's almost like the Will Smith slap. 
is it real? Is it not real? Is it staged? Was it presented? In this case, I don't think this. I think this was one hundred percent real. I don't think she expected him to be there. No. On top of everything else, she's a minority, and she's accepting an award. Yes. And here he is. I. I for yeah. well, and for a woman of color to be on that stage accepting an award, yeah. it's still a big. It's deal. still a big deal in twenty twenty two. She did have to work a little harder than. Okay. The rest to get there. And I, I'm so. just going to go ahead and back something, mm-hmm. backtrack something I said a second ago. She's not new on the scene. Okay. I just don't watch enough anything. Well, it's She right. was in Dreamgirls in Broadway. Okay. And to sleep with anger. So, but this is the but first. But this is her first Emmy. I think so. Okay. And first Emmy or fifth Emmy, she deserved to have her moment. Yeah. She deserved to have her moment without his you know Go big old noggin in there it's the podcast ah. here. you can say that what well i was it? gonna say his big white butt in every single picture that she takes but his butt's not out i just am, i'm salty about it i don't think she deserved that i'm glad we agree yeah yeah when i get up to accept my emmy <laughs> yeah you're gonna thank the little people I'm, like I'm, alan i'm hoping that you won't be laying on the stage no. <laughs> pretending to be dead <laughs> <laughs> wow i we're friends enough that I'd just roll you off the stage and it would be fine. I will tell you, I don't even like Jimmy Kimmel. Really? I really don't. Now, I, I, look, would I go drink a cup of coffee with the guy? would be cordial. I'm just not a fan of his show. He's no Jimmy Fallon. He's not Jimmy Fallon. That was what I was going to say. Jimmy Fallon's funny. Jimmy oh, yeah. Kimmel, to me, is just kind of, he's annoying. Yeah. He needs to retire. Yeah. It's time to give it up. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, are you ready to do some reddit stuff okay yeah i'll start it you want to start it yeah go for it all right so (laughs) (laughs) or would you rather me start it i have a functioning brain (laughs) would you rather me start it this is what happens when kaylee's computer crashes this is what happens when kaylee's brain crashes it's all good yeah go ahead you start it. all right so this reddit string she says I was friends with this girl. She's 17. Her friend is 18 for about a year. We go to each other's houses every week. She got very comfortable at mine. After a couple of months, I got to a point where she would run straight to my food pantry upon entering and eat something I'd gotten for myself or take something of mine and use it without permission. They just got into that point as friends where they just felt comfortable. Okay. Whenever I brought up the fact that this bothered me, she would just laugh it off and act like I was just being sarcastic. This happened almost every time she was over, but I just dealt with it. She was my only friend at the time. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not good at communication, but I set one very clear boundary for her not going into my bed. My bed's my bed. My couch is one thing, but that's my bed. That's like a social thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I... No, that's that's a private space. She said, I'm uncomfortable with it. I told her multiple times. She never complained about it. I thought it was a fair rule since I always made sure that she was as comfortable as possible on my floor chair. I gave her all the blankets and pillows I could spare and always sat on the floor until they went to sleep. And one night when she was sleeping over, I woke up around 4 a.m. I couldn't fall asleep again. So I decided to sleep on the couch downstairs. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's in the bed. Now she's getting going downstairs to the couch. When I woke up in the morning, I went back to my room only to find her asleep in my bed. Mm. When I went to wake her up, I shook her shoulder. She blurted, what? How'd I get here? The spot not even opening her eyes. I found this weird because that doesn't sound like the thing someone would say without even seeing where they were first. This sounds like, okay, I have a mm five-year-old. And sometimes if she gets really quiet, I'll be like, Hey, what are you doing? And she will immediately go, nothing. Yeah. Or I won't even so, get, what are you doing out? She'll just, nothing. Yeah. So these these are two girls slash women, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. So they're high school age-ish, right there on the border. She keeps insisting she didn't know how she got there, which I still don't believe, but I didn't want to argue. Then her friend got out of the bed and there was a large wet stain. No. Yeah. Yeah. She told me she had bladder issues, but I never knew that she could have accidents in her sleep. So so your friend has now peed in your bed. Listen, if you have told your friend to sleep in this space and they have an accident, yeah, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you have specifically said, 
This is my place. Please don't sleep here. Yeah, I don't know. You got more? Is there more to this? This is awful. This is terrible. She once again said she didn't know what happened or how it happened. It didn't respond. I just removed my sheet from the bed silently, went downstairs to wash it. She she just watched without a word as I cleaned up her mess. And when it was taken care of, she just started talking about something unrelated as if nothing happened. After she left that day, I avoided her, dodged her request to hang out, stopped replying on a lot of her texts, and after about a month, I gave her a solid, detailed explanation for why I didn't want to be friends with her anymore and broke it off. Now, here comes the point. My mom thinks I was too harsh, that I shouldn't have been so sudden because the girl had no idea what was wrong with her before I told her. I don't know how she wasn't able to figure out what the issue was, but I'm starting to feel guilty for not letting her know and why I was so upset. Am I the jerk? This is going to be episode one. Kaylee explains to you what a toxic person looks like. Are you ready? If you set a clear boundary with someone, yeah. please don't eat my food. Yeah. Please don't sleep in my bed. I don't like that. Yeah. And then that person does it, wetting the bed or not, don't do that. But then if you know, I'm, I'm heated. I'm no, heated. I know. If you know I'm you just have, laughing. I'm like, yeah. If you know you have bladder issues and that there is a possibility that yeah. you could have an accident on someone else's mattress that yeah. you can't throw in the washing machine, then you need to not be sleeping in their bed. Just, yeah. just don't do that. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think you're the jerk. No, I, I think you're. I think you. Uh, I don't know. Do you completely destroy the friendship over it? But you gotta you gotta like reboot it at, at least. Going look, you know what? I can't even. I can't trust you to stay out of my bed. I told you not to sleep in my bed. Now you 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 peed in it. You know. That's. I mean, I I get why she's mad. Yeah. You know. Do you want to try to salvage? Because this girl doesn't have any other friends either. I think that you can. Okay, <laughs> like, seventeen. I don't know who needs, who needs a, if if you're so desperate that you need somebody that's going to pee your bed, you got. Yeah. Is she seventeen or eighteen? She's seventeen. Well, yeah, yeah. She's seventeen. The friend was eighteen. Can but, I, I mean, tell you? Still... Can I tell you how many of my friends from when I was seventeen I still hang out with? Yeah. None of them. Exactly. It's okay. You'll make new friends. So I got to tell you the dark, weird, strange, funny part. My my cousin who has long since passed away. She was my she was two years older than me, and we grew up around each other. And and her and her brother. Her brother's still alive. He's like a year older. She's two years older. We're at grandma's house. It's summertime. I'm spending the summer at my grandma's, and my cousins lived right next to my grandma's house or mm-hmm. near it. We're hanging out. We're watching TV. We're watching scary movies. Right. And this was in the Freddy Krueger era. It was just back in the 80s. Oh, okay. And I'm I'm probably, it might even have been before that. I just remember I'm like, I'm like 16 years old, and she's maybe 18, 20, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. We're watching these scary movies, and we're on the, we're on the couch slash fold-out bed, whatever you ever call that thing. Futon? Yeah, the futon, whatever it is. The, the the hidden bed that's in the couch. Oh, 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 oh. The hideaway bed. Yes. All right. My grandpa and grandma are literally in a bedroom, which is right there, and the French doors are open. So we're literally all in the same room together. Grandpa and grandma have gone to sleep. We're still watching Scary Movie. I am so scared. I'm laying on this bed. I'm so scared. I don't have the courage to get up in this dark house, my grandma's old house, to go to the bathroom i really need to go to the bathroom but i won't i just can't i'm terrified at this moment movie's over she and i both fall asleep i'm 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 laying next to her it's totally innocent but we're way too old to be sleeping in the same bed together but it just it's grandpa and grandma's house right right so and and i can tell this because she told everybody of course, yeah. Matt, I know where this is going. I, I have cousins. I, I didn't just pee the bed; I peed on my cousin. because <gasps> I had to go really bad, and I was laying next to her, and it just, yeah, I wake up with her screaming and pounding me to death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah. nope, 
as a person with cousins. Am, am I the jerk? Yes. Or am I just misguided? No, you should have got up and gone to the bathroom. <laughs> well, I know that now. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. Unacceptable. And it ended up, she literally told everybody at the dinner table, like it was Thanksgiving or something. I can't remember, but it was family gathering. She goes, at least your cousin didn't piss all over you last night. Yeah, it was pretty. If I had been yeah. that cousin, I would tell that story at yeah, every Thanksgiving. And, and yep. it became, it became, it actually turned into a, because I loved my cousin. She was, she was awesome and I miss her. And and we were really friends, and and we're and I'm still these cousins are close, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just one of those moments. As a 16 year old guy, it, I was mortified. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it, like, oh my god. As you should be. Yeah, yeah. Shame. And now here I am telling the entire planet on a podcast about peeing on my cousin. Yeah. Well. All right. I I'll save you from this. All right. I got one for you. This says. AITA for telling my fiance that he embarrassed me when he started singing the happy birthday song to his five-year-old son at the restaurant. Okay. Not starting off real great, honestly. As someone with a five-year-old, come on. He didn't pee on her, did she? I don't think, I read through this. Um, I didn't see anything like that. Okay. So it's, I, and she's a female 30, have been with my fiance, Ned, male 36, for a year and a half. He has a five-year-old son with his ex-girlfriend. They don't have a custody arrangement, but he has him most of the week because the mom is currently sick. His son is lovely, but I noticed that Ned takes him everywhere he goes, including places that aren't child-friendly. And we have an issue with that now, but we're working on it. His son's fifth birthday was days ago. Ned took us to a restaurant to celebrate. The place was nice and looked a bit unfitting for the occasion because it was somewhat an expensive place. She goes on. Anyways, we ordered food, then got the birthday cake, which was a surprise to me because I thought we were going to celebrate at home so we could be free to sing and play however we wanted. I still had no issue with that until Ned started singing the happy birthday song to his son. I was stunned. I almost dropped my plate. He was singing it at the top of his lungs, not even looking around or paying attention to how many people were staring at us awkwardly. I felt so embarrassed. I kept whispering for him to stop, but he ignored me. Of course, my future stepson was hyped and a little too active, which isn't good when we're in a public place. I expected the staff, the manager, anyone to get involved and stop him, but no one did. In fact, some woman came up to us and offered that she help him take a video to a video recording. I wasn't in it at all. I froze in my seat looking stunned and a little angry. Yikes, lady. He looked at me later, asking what was wrong. I didn't say anything except, thanks for finally noticing. He didn't understand what I meant, and I didn't explain until we were in the car. I flat out told him that he embarrassed me the second he started singing in the restaurant. He looked shocked, saying he didn't get why I would be so embarrassed by him celebrating his son's birthday and cheering him up. I told him we could have done this at home where we'd be more comfortable and free. He took, it as, he took it as in I was ashamed of him and his son, but I denied it and said it just felt awkward and embarrassing, maybe because I've never been in this situation. And also, judging from the restaurant we were at, I guess because they were at kind of a fancy restaurant. I get, I, that's the one I'm thinking. What's her problem? What's her hang up on the restaurant? I don't know. He said that his son's mom is sick and he's trying to do all he can to cheer him up and that families do that. And no one had an issue with it except me. Then when I tried to explain, he got mad and said he no longer felt like talking. We haven't been speaking since then. It appears he's still salty about me saying what I said and insinuating that I see him and his son as an embarrassment. She says, AITA, I think he's being a bit too harsh with the whole ignoring me thing instead of talking it out. Do you want my short answer Mm. or my long answer? Let's start with... (laughs) I don't care. Just give me your answer. If he had talked to me after the incident, he would never call you again. Yeah. Is that the short answer? Yeah, that's the short answer. Yeah. If you're it, honestly, if you're the type of person, male or female, it's not it, that's not a man woman thing. It's a personality thing. And if you're so if you're so controlling over your life that you uh, have to have things exactly perfect in this picture perfect world you got figured out, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with five year old little boys. If you are embarrassed by the happy birthday song yeah. in a restaurant where I will add the waiters and waitresses at w- restaurants will get a million times sure. louder than your spouse ever could. Yeah. 
And who brought the cake? I guess the dad did. The dad brought it with him to the restaurant? I guess. So it's not like it was a surprise to the maitre d'. No. The person that's seating them going, so you're going to do a little birthday thing? Oh, that's cute. Or they could have said, we don't allow that in this restaurant. Because it's cute. Yeah. No, The birthday thing is cute. And a five-year-old, listen, if you can't handle the birthday song, you can't handle a five-year-old. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I've got a five-year-old, You're, and she regularly embarrasses me on purpose. I don't, I don't think she's being an A. I think she's being a B. There you I'll go. I'll just put it that way. I, I do. I, and, you know, I get that she thought they were going to this highfalutin restaurant for a birthday party, but it was for a five-year-old. Yeah. Honestly, they should have gone to Chuck E. Cheese's or something. And how are you going to be but, so worried about what other people think? Especially when somebody else, a, a, a diner at the restaurant, stood up and said, "Hey, can I take your picture?" If the other, even if this was, this was like a five-star restaurant, mm-hmm. if everybody around you is embraced enough that they're thinking it's cool and let me take a picture, they're not offended. The fact that she, <laughs> right? The fact that she thought somebody was going to come up and stop him. Hey, yeah. you need to quit singing yeah. the happy birthday song to your five-year-old, <laughs> to your five-year-old son. I mean. Shame. Yeah. The fact that she thought somebody was going to do that tells me she would absolutely be that person. That's what I'm saying. Like, Excuse me, you know, I'm having a fine dining experience. And that's what I'm saying. I'm telling <laughs> you, if I, if I was this guy's friend, I would say drop her like a hot potato. You obviously love your son. despite you know The ex-girlfriend, that's fine. You're stepping up as a man and you're taking care of your child and you're doing what you should do. You need to find somebody else that's okay with that. That kid's that's mom life. is sick. That yeah. kid's mom is well, sick. Even if she wasn't sick, it's his child. Yeah. And if you're embarrassed to be with his five-year-old child, you are not the one for him. Well, and the fact that they got in the car and then she said, you embarrassed me. Yeah. Okay. There's kids in the back seat. See, I would have, honestly, at that point, I would have stopped the car and said, fine, find your own way home then. If it, I'm, if you embarrass you so badly, I don't want you to be seen with me. Well, I don't want you to have to worry about that Don't anymore. And don't say... In front of my child, that you are embarrassed of my child. That makes you a bee and a tool. It makes you the wicked stepmother. It does. And you're responsible for that kid's therapy bill. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's a five-year-old little boy. He got cake. There you go. What's he care at this point in his life? They're starting to develop feelings at five. I'm learning this. I know. I wasn't sure when feelings started being a thing. It's five? It's five. I remember it quite well. (laughs) <laughs> Yikes, is it ever five? We have a big feelings day every day. And I'm I'm getting to the point where I think 27 is also the age where you develop your feelings because yeah. she'll have a big feelings day and I'm real tired. So then I have a big I feelings day. Yeah. So you've been working with me long enough. What do you think my mentality level? Am I five-year-old? Am I the 10-year-old? How old am I? I think you're a golden retriever. Yeah, I know that. But We've I had mean, this how discussion. How old is this golden retriever well, in human years? In human years? So like, let's see, dog years to human years is like seven years? Yeah, yeah. A golden retriever when they're still in puppy mode is like two. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're 14. I'm 14 in human that years. That actually checks out. It does check out. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Um... I don't feel in my brain, in my heart, just in, mm-hmm. in the inside of me, the things, the things I think about and I imagine, I never made it to 20. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I made it past middle school. I'm, I think I'm older than 14, but not much, maybe 15. The day I turned nine, <laughs> I also turned 59. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Listen, I can be immature and I can play around, but I am an old lady Man. deep, deep down in my soul. Okay. I, kn- I don't have an off button. I know. I have to check it even right now all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I... I'm the kid in the back row giggling. I know this. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time during our morning show. Yeah. Uh, sometimes if we're doing a bit and I know exactly where you can take that, I have to look anywhere but at you because if you start giggling, it's done. We're done. We're yep. going to get in trouble. And it doesn't even necessarily doesn't even need to be dirty. Sometimes I'm like in Mary Poppins mindset and giggling. Yeah, I mean, my brain's thinking like a Disney movie. You giggle, so, you giggle more than any other grown man I have ever met in my entire. Is. And it's not just you; it's your son. He mm-hmm. giggles a lot too, and my husband giggles Got a lot. A lot to laugh at. Yeah, there's a lot of things to laugh at. What do you, I, I see you. I see those. I see those little eyes. I got. I got one for you over uh, here. All right. And I'm not sure that this is the thing. Am I a jerk or not? I I, I want to see what you think. 
It's a, it's, it's a woman that says, I was to graduate a few months ago. By April, I'd finished all my degree requirements. I'd written my thesis, filled out all the paperwork, and was prepped to walk in the graduation ceremony. So we're talking about college level, okay? Okay. I even had a job lined up from a graduation afterwards. My parents came to watch and congratulate me, and after the ceremony, we gathered at my apartment to eat some store-bought sandwiches and cake. And she said, I'm, I'm okay, you know, I'm okay that they didn't take me to a restaurant and didn't do fancy stuff. She said, I was okay with that part. But she said, then they offered me a graduation present, an expensive diamond necklace. I was happy for the thought that went into it, but was still disappointed. It just wasn't my style. But she was like, okay, you're going to buy me a really expensive necklace. Sure. I didn't like how it looked, and I never wear any expensive jewelry for fear of losing or breaking it, so I knew it would never be worn. But I was still appreciative and went to try it on. The chain was too short and didn't fit around my neck. My parents told me they'd get a longer chain for it and took back the necklace when they left to go home. Okay. That's the end of the story. She says, I haven't heard or seen anything about the necklace since. I never even heard a suggestion of my receiving anything else. I know it's selfish, but I at least want to be acknowledged for my accomplishments. I'm not outwardly upset, of course. I don't want to be ungrateful or rock the boat, but it feels like my family simply doesn't care about how hard I've been working. I feel like maybe this is somebody that's got their feelings hurt Yeah. over something that could be solved by, hey, did you find a new chain for that? Yeah. I've been looking on Amazon. Or she says here that she was never outwardly upset. But I'll bet she didn't see her face in the mirror when she opened it up to see that it was a necklace that she didn't like. Yeah. I think mom and dad know she didn't like it. I know my kids pretty well. I think I would know if they opened a present they didn't like. Yeah. So maybe they don't think it's that big a deal. I agree with you. She's got to call them out on it nicely. Just just have a conversation. Did you you ever find that necklace? You know. Yeah. Maybe on back order for crying out loud. Yeah. If you don't ask, you don't know. Yeah. I don't think anybody's, I mean, from this, I don't think anybody's the jerk here. I think we maybe have had a breakdown in communication. It says, am I a jerk for wishing my parents had actually given me anything instead of offering the one thing I didn't want them and taking it away? I want, I don't know. I feel like that story needs way more context. I do too. I do too. Good on you for graduating from college. Go get your, go get your job and. Yes. Make lots of money and go buy your own whatever you want. After you've paid off your student <laughs> loans. Did, did you get a, did, did you, how far did you, you graduate high school? Did you mm-hmm. graduate college? No, I didn't graduate okay. college. But did you, did, do you remember getting a present for your graduation of college, or high school? Yeah, I got presents. You remember any of them? I got my class ring. Okay. From my That's mom and dad. One. That's big. I got a whole luggage set from okay. my grandma that I still use every day. Not every day, but every time I go somewhere. I don't... I remember getting towels. To I got a lot of towels. Room. Yeah, in college. I still use those, too. Uh, but I don't remember getting anything from my college graduation. I mean, I got I got one really cool thing, but it wasn't like what we're talking about. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know that getting a present for your graduation should be that big a deal is my point. I'm, I'm a fan of know. practical gifts anyways. Yeah especially for something like that. And if I had graduated college, I was already married. Right. I got married. So it was irrelevant. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I we had a place. I mean, we had pretty yeah. much everything we need. I don't really need anything. Hmm. I'd be happy with a nice card or a gift card. Yeah, just, yeah. If, if yeah, I'm, I'm a gift card. I like to what? get gift cards, yeah. but I refuse to give gift cards mm-hmm. because... For me to give a gift card, that's how you know I'm mad at you. Oh, I see. So it, you you are one of these people that you put way bunches of thought, way too into, much thought into things. I mean, I already had that figured out. But it's a I I love but, a thoughtful gift to give. I like getting gift cards for myself because I like a gift card. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Uh, yeah, no. If I give you a gift card, you should probably just apologize. Okay. Just, I don't know what I did, but I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, I've, the Split Take podcast, you got another one? Oh, I got one more. You got one more? I got one more. Right, I'm going to play us it. out. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah. Am I 
So, AITI for bringing my husband over even though I was told not to. I ages. We need some ages. Okay. I'm 24 and my sister is 27. Okay. I am married with two kids. My husband is also 24. My sister has told me before that it makes her feel insecure that I'm married when she isn't. Okay. It's a really strong start. Yeah. Personally, I think my sister is way cooler than me. She's in school to be a dentist. She works very hard, too. She works in luxury retail. She used to tell me all she ever wanted was a white Mercedes, and she bought herself a white Mercedes recently. I was so proud of her. And no, she is not the girl from the Frank Ocean song. (laughs) Every penny I've ever spent comes from my husband. Yeah, I have a nice car, not nearly as cool as hers, but I didn't buy it. My husband did. Same with everything else. My clothes, my house, everything is bought by him. She's a hardworking lady and she gets to spoil herself. She doesn't have to ask a man to do it for her like I do. And I love my husband more than anything in this world, but I still really do look up to my sister. I want to take a pause here real quick. Mm -hmm. I've been both a stay-at-home mom and a working mom. Right. This might be controversial. Being a stay-at-home mom was way harder for me. Way, way, way harder. Okay. I worked, I did a lot of... I did a lot of the household labor. And I mean, my husband is great. My husband is great. I know. And he is. I know them both. Yeah. But as a stay-at-home mom, I was 100% financially dependent on my husband. Right. But I felt that through my contributions in the home, Mm -hmm. that was our money. You would pay a housekeeper. You would pay a nanny. You would pay a a private Mm shed. Chef, I can talk today. Mm-hmm. You would pay a chauffeur. Right. So I did all of those things. I did mm-hmm. the taxes, all of that. So I feel like this, my husband buys all of this. This is his money thing. Mm-hmm. Girl, don't put yourself down. That's y'all's money. You're married. Yeah. I, I, I'll i throw mine in there. Mm-hmm. I think once you're married, well, I mean, you're married, right? You're, you're married. Yeah. Spend the rest of your life together, God willing. Yeah. You're married. There's one bucket. It puts all all the money goes into the bucket, and these guys, the, these couples that have separate bank accounts, two things. Wisdom speaking here sets you up for a fail. It allows you to do things the other one doesn't know about. Boom! Now, now you're messing with the trust issue. Hmm. So if your money's all in the same bucket together, you're doing stuff together. You're checking with each other before spending money. You know what everybody's up to, and you're literally a team. Yeah. You're on the same team working together. So so you you're saying that you enjoyed working out professionally I can, and being that working mom better than staying at home. I'm not a great I get it. Yeah, I'm not That's great okay. at that. I I love my kids. Yeah. I love my husband. I love my house. Mm-hmm. But I need to go outside sometimes. Right. I need to talk to people who are not five. It allows you to be you still and still yeah. be part of the team. I get that. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So now that we're back on the train track, yeah, she has a new, the sister has a new apartment with a backyard and invited me and my parents over for a barbecue. Okay. I asked if I could bring the kids. She said yes, but not my husband. I asked why. She said it makes me her feel insecure when we are in her presence. I asked why. She said, I am three years younger than her and it makes her feel bad about herself because she doesn't have any kids and isn't married. Not to mention she has a boyfriend and he's friends with my husband. He has no problem with him at all. In fact, they were communicating about what we should bring. I told my sister, I guess I'll go alone because I don't want to deal with a one-year-old and a three-year-old all by myself. But she said she'll help with them and that she wants me to bring them, just not my husband. I said, I can't only bring one then and she said to bring them both no matter what so i brought my husband her boyfriend greeted him and even though let's see and he even knew he wasn't supposed to be there that's worded weird yeah so i brought my husband her boyfriend greeted him and even though he knew he wasn't supposed to be there i sat next to him inside and she had me walk over to her and asked if i could move away from him my own husband I respectfully declined, and she went over and told him, just so you know, you weren't invited here. Now he feels like crap, and he went home, and I followed him. My sister is only a block away from us. We didn't drive. He said he didn't know why they hated him, and he thinks it's all his fault. She said, I knew it made her uncomfortable when I'm around him because she isn't married yet. 
She insisted I bring my own my two kids, but I'm only one person. I can't deal with two very small children alone. So she says in an edit, I guess based mm-hmm. on some comments, some people have the same concern I've had for eight years now. I think my sister has a crush on my husband, but I'm not 100% sure of that. The only evidence I have is sometimes I catch her staring at him. I'll say something silly like, you like what you see? And she'll say, no, I just like his shirt. And sometimes she'll look at him and say to me, I wish I had what you have, but I always assumed she was talking about a family in general, not my husband specifically. That was exactly what I was thinking by the time you finished the first paragraph. Sister has a crush on brother-in-law. You'll be happy to hear. Well, maybe not happy, but you'll feel vindicated. Here's here's the second edit. So this mm -hmm. is an update. Yeah. She says... She took she took their advice and called her, the, the commenter's advice. She said she apologized and asked straight up, do you have a crush on my husband? She said her sister stuttered a ton and then said, a little bit. Yep. She's jealous. She's jealous. Yeah. And I just want to say for married couples out there, if you invite, or you know, if you're invited to something, the assumption is typically that your spouse yep. will come. With the exception of like bachelorette parties or bachelor parties or things well, even, like that. Even that those these days are kind of co-ed. All, the other co-ed parties these days. So It doesn't make sense to invite a married couple and say, but don't bring your husband yeah, no. because I am jealous that you're married. If, if somebody told me that I could come but my wife couldn't come, I would simply go, then I'm not coming. Yeah. I would just, I'd just politely go, no. I, I don't. And with two kids, I have two kids. I yeah. don't understand how I would say, okay, honey, I'm going to go. It, I'm going to take the girls. Yeah. But you can't come. Her sister's got problems, obviously. And and uh, I don't know that it's an anger. That, like, do you want to be mad? No, but but I would set the parameters going, look, this is a... And my wife and I did it years ago, going, mm-hmm. here's what we want to do. With, with Like, my, long, years ago, my dad smoked. And I'm like, look, I'm not bringing my child and my wife around you if you're going to be smoking. Right. I'm just not. I love you. I want to be around you. I want you to get to know your grandson, but I'm not going to let him hang out in a house that's just pluming with smoke. I'm just not because I grew up in it. Right. Yeah. And my dad was really cool about it. He goes, okay, I get it. He goes, can I, if I, can I come visit you guys then? Absolutely. Just don't smoke in my house. And he was cool with that. Yeah. He would go outside and smoke when he needed to come back in and and we had a great relationship from that point on for the most part um but even socially friends and stuff look it's both of us always Mm -hmm. i don't know about you guys i mean we we, karen and i are a little weird we do everything together like we go shop for groceries together i don't like to grocery shop with my husband i I know you i know it's everybody's different but we are really weird like when we go pay a bill like we're just gonna go drive down and drop the envelope in the post whatever or something Mm -hmm. just benign we go together we do a lot of stuff together and the assumption is if one of us leaves the house the other is probably going to go however there are times where we'll both be invited and i want to go but he doesn't yeah we'll go separately okay or vice versa but if i'm told i want you to come to this thing but please don't bring your husband it's a deal breaker it's yep. not happening yep. and i'm gonna I be agree. a little bit offended that you have apparently got a problem with my yeah. husband and have never told me yep yeah I, I think at the end of the day i think you and i both are on this if you if you're not playing as a team at home whatever your relationship is and whoever it's with it's destined to fail you have to you, you got to be you guys against the world i gotta say the too, world is bad enough yeah so. and i I kind of feel that way about my kids, too. Absolutely. I understand that there are places that they don't need to go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not taking my kids out for <laughs> girls' night. clubbing with the kids. No, that's not happening. <laughs> but if if there's like a family get-together or a wedding, a wedding is a great example. Mm-hmm. If you've got a wedding and you're saying, you know, no kids allowed. Right. That's cool. I hope that you guys have a great wedding. I'll send you a wedding gift. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming. Right. Yep. I like my kids. I want to spend time with yep. my kids. I like my husband. I like... When he comes places with right. me, that's it. Well, or if you were going to go, another example would be um, a business gathering, uh, like a company Christmas party. Mm-hmm. 
you, you can't bring your kids to the company Christmas party normally. Right. Right. That's and different. so that's that's cool. But you're right. Social settings where it's it's a wedding or something like that. And I mean, I've seen weddings where they don't let kids come. Family and, settings. Yeah, family settings. That, those are kind of weird without kids because part of the part of the fun is the the after party where you got the kids chasing yeah. after the garter belt and the corsage and stuff anyway. So I kind of get the no kids thing. If you don't like kids, you don't like kids. It's your yeah. special day. That's fine. Yeah. But, but I probably won't show up. I'll send you a gift. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about uh, that. And that's yeah. So anyway, so a final question mm-hmm. on this. Yeah. Should she tell her husband that her sister has a crush on him? No. No. What good would it do? It wouldn't make him feel any better. Yeah. It well, it might make him, make him feel, feel like might make I, him because he thinks right now that her family just hates him. I don't know. It depends on you know. Are you inviting her husband to look at her sister differently now? Yeah. Hotter older sister likes me better than you. Well, nobody said that she's hotter. I'm not saying she is, but I'm saying in his brain, maybe sister's digging on me. I don't know that that's healthy. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you tell him or not. I well, don't know. Okay, but let's let's flip the let's flip the gender on this real quick. Mm-hmm. Same answer. I just okay, I don't know. but if it prevents your husband or your wife or whoever your spouse from putting themselves in a situation that does not look great, right? So. Imagine you know that your sibling's got a crush on your spouse. Mm-hmm. You don't say anything. You catch them by themselves doing something. Well, that's true. Your brain is immediately yeah, going to go, thinking, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But if you have an open communication mm-hmm. with your spouse, yeah, I tell my husband everything. I would immediately tell him. I'd yeah, be like, guess I, what? I mean, my wife would tell me too, but I don't know. I just have to be careful, I think. All I'm saying is just be careful what the motivation is on that stuff. Well, I'd want to know, some, too. I think there's some things you take to your grave. Yeah. Sometimes. But, but I'd want to know if somebody that I'm around, as a, as a married person, if somebody yeah. that I'm around has a crush on me, I want to know that so that I can make it very clear that that ain't it. Right. That I'm happily married yeah. and that I'm not interested in you. Yeah. And that way, maybe there's no confusion. And, and it could be, on the other side of the coin, it could be he, she tells her husband, hey, my... My sister has had a crush on you, and that's really what was going on. They have a beer, and they laugh about it. And maybe it just becomes the conversation later on in life of just that funny moment in their lives when she mm. was crushing on her brother-in-law. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. You know. Well, I wondered, the, the Reddit... <laughs> your husband. Just, yeah. The Reddit community decided that everybody in this situation sucks yeah and after reading through that i was like i don't understand where we're coming up with everybody's awful reddit reddit can be poisonous now this (laughs) this opinion or this this comment right here helped me realize that she said your sister is absolutely the jerk for the way she treats your husband full stop you are also the jerk for not standing up for him and subjecting him to her abuse Instead of telling her that you wouldn't go without him, so you'd be staying home, you brought him with you without even telling him what's going on. Yeah, that's the bad. I thought about that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You set him up by not telling him everything. And maybe not intentionally, but uh, I would be furious getting yeah. dragged into that situation. Yep. Being, what's the word I'm looking for? Not assaulted. Blindsided. Blindsided, yeah. Just fully blindsided by... This situation that I didn't even know. I'll tell you, if my wife told me that, 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 that she was going to a party with her family, but they didn't want me to come, I would have never met her family. I don't want up yours, guys. Yeah. Fortunately, it turned out really completely the opposite. They, we get along great, but... We have established that I am a cat. <laughs> yes. Personality-wise, like if, if Alan is a golden retriever, uh-huh. I'm a cat. Yep. And it takes a lot. For me to like somebody very very much mm-hmm. it does not take a lot for me to go i don't think you're worth my time yeah but you you have i i know you well because your husband's a golden retriever too he, yes you are that cool cat that rides on the back of the golden retriever yeah and, and most of the time rides along but just every once in a while reaches out and swats him in the head going hey right i'm absolutely i'm i mean i'm i'm down to hang out i'm down yeah. to do whatever i'm i think i'm fun yeah you are but but I, I definitely, I have a line and it does not get crossed. 
and that's that. This would be maybe this would be a big blow up. If this it was me and my sister, it would be a blow it, up. It, it might be the last time for a while I if, talked to my sister. If my sister told me, I don't have a brother. I mean, I have a stepbrother, but I mean, like back when I was dating, if my sister had told me that she didn't want me to bring the, 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 the woman I was going to marry or even I would have just not shown up. I just wouldn't have gone, period. Yeah. Gun fine. If you don't want her, with, then it's all of it. I'm telling you, it's back to the team. You get both of us from now on, whether you like it or not. You don't have to like it, but this is who I am. And I think this couple so, needs to sit down and talk about, you got to stand up for me. you got to find yourself your own man. That's what the problem is. Well, that too, but she Girl's needs to stand gotta, up. Girl's got to find a tender or something. Mm-hmm. And little sister here needs to stand up for her husband. Yep. yep. You're not going to yell at my husband. We're, we're going to have a tussle. We're going to have a tussle. <laughs> Throw down. Okay. Well, this has been... Split take. I've been Kaylee. He's been Alan. Most of the time. Most of the day. Yeah. Into tomorrow, Podcast too. Podcast number one in the books. We're done. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel worn out. <laughs> I, I, I feel like all these doctors giving advice on the TV and the radio. I don't know how Dr. Phil does it. Oh. Yeah. See, I'm hoping for more of a Judge Judy vibe from myself. Or Judge Judy. I don't know how Judge Judy does it after she's done no one. She probably breaks that gavel about every other episode. Oh, I'm sure. I I said shut up. I think Judge Judy has reached this point in her career where she does not expect human beings to be pleasant. Is she still doing that now? I have no idea. She's still doing because Judge Judy's timeless. Judge Judy, I grew up on Judge Judy. Yeah. Love that. All right. Okay, so you can follow us on Instagram at Split Take Pod, on Twitter at Split Take Pod, and on Facebook at Split Take Podcast. If you want to email us, we are splittakepod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from I you. I want to hear your stories. Yes, I want to share the stories on the podcast. That'd be fun. Yeah. It would, it would save us from more pee stories from Alan. Sorry. <laughs> oh.